And we are set to go, and hockey has arrived in the Sunshine State. With a shot, he scores! Martina Kucherov wins it in overtime! Saved by Vasilevsky, and he keeps it out of the net. Reaching behind him, he had it in his glove. Now for a feed in front of Cavalier, scores! Cavalier has won it in overtime! Steven Stamkos has reached 60 goals! Welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker, and today's show is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. So go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get 20% off your next order. How's everybody doing? It's Monday, December 21st, uh, and we've got good news. The season's going to be starting as planned. You know, we, we spoke on the last episode about how... There still wasn't really a set agreement. I mean, there was sort of a, a vocal agreement, I guess, if you want to call it that, to where the season was going to start January 13th, um, but it didn't look like really we had any sort of concrete uh, evidence to show that that was actually going to happen. Um, that was more so a plan at that point in time, but since you know, I, uh, our last episode, uh, the league has, over the weekend, uh, agreed with the Players Association that they will... Uh, have a a season, and it will be 56 games, um, you know, and then we'll have different divisions. So we'll talk about that on today's show. We'll also discuss the, uh, you know, uh, the kind of start the segment of what we, what I kind of left off at the last episode, and that's the, the five days of Boltzmann. Now, I originally said I wanted to do kind of continue the segment uh, that I started earlier a couple of weeks back as to when... The you know we were going to talk about previous games from the past season. Well, considering the season is officially you know we're going to have a season, I decided we're going to switch that up a little bit. Instead of doing the games that you know we enjoyed from this past season, I thought it was it was appropriate since now we that we have a hockey season to look forward to in the twenty twenty one. I believe that what we should do is bolts moments that we are thankful for. So uh, we'll get to that in just a little bit, but let's start off with everything that's been going on since our last episode. The season's going to start. Uh, we It is concrete. It's ready to go. A ton of new things, kind of how the, the, the NHL is going to set up. Um, you know, we got, we've, we have new divisions now, which uh, not a huge drastic uh, difference from what we've seen from years past. It's going to be a little different, but, you know, that's why we're here uh, at the Locked On Podcast Network, especially the Locked On NHL, to discuss all that. And so let's just dive right right into it. So how the how this division that the Lightning will be playing in, which will be called the Central Division, this is how it shapes up. It's going to be the Predators, the Panthers, Lightning, of course, the Red Wings, Blue Jackets, Stars, uh, Chicago and Carolina. And right off the bat, I would say that the Lightning are in a pretty good position just based off the teams that they're going to have to contend with. I think that the Lightning really lucked out, uh, especially with how their roster is looking right now. And, you know, kind of just still there's a lot of things that are still need to be figured out from now and 
in terms of roster moves and how the team's going to shape up. But we'll we'll talk about that on another show. But really, let's talk about this division and the expectations for the upcoming season. So the Lightning really, you know, considering the gauntlet that the Eastern Division is, and that Eastern Division would be the Rangers, the Bruins, the Islanders, Buffalo, Pittsburgh, New Jersey, Washington, and Philly. Considering what they could have possibly been up against, I think this is a godsend for Tampa. Really, uh, they they really the, the expectations are going to be maybe higher than what they normally are for this team this year, just because of the teams that they're playing against. I mean, so the Predators, eh, they're they're kind of on the ways out. They're sort of, I guess you could say, in the rebuilding phase. Uh, they, they were in the playoffs, but, I, I mean, that was sort of on a technicality because of the format that was given out at that time. You have the Panthers, who are just, you know, they're they they're still going to be dealing with a lot of the, the bad moves that their previous GM uh, had and made. Uh, so they're, they're still, I would believe, a non-factor as well. The Detroit Red Wings are in a full-on rebuild, so we don't have to worry about them. Uh, it and then the really the, the top dogs in this division are going to be the Blue Jackets and the Hurricanes. Uh, the 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 Blackhawks are you know they're kind of one of those teams where if they get off to a hot start, yeah, they might contend for the top of the division. Uh, but really, this comes down to a three team race, um, and 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 I really think it's really going to come down to. And when I say three team race, I mean for first place. I don't mean for for you know the top three because really I think it's how it's going to work it's going to be the top four teams from each division so actually you know why don't I just read that off first so and then we could go into the standing so basically this is what the playoff structure is going to be for the 2021 playoff playoffs the top four teams in each division will qualify for the playoffs the first two rounds will be interdivisional the final four teams who advance this semifinal round will be seeded by total points and battle for the Stanley Cup I don't have an issue with that format. I don't believe anybody else would either. Maybe when the time comes, maybe the the matchups might be a little bit um, different as to what would have been under normal circumstances. But really, you know, if we're looking at the top four, um, you know, given that structure, it, it really comes down to Carolina, Tampa, um, Columbus, and Dallas. And, yeah, I guess Chicago as well. Uh, and then, you know, Florida, Nashville, and Detroit are really kind of the bottom feeders of that division. And really the only thing, in my opinion, I believe, is that, you know, I think if Tampa doesn't win this division, uh, it's not the end of the world. But at the same time, like I said, the the, the expectations are going to be skyrocketed. Um, and that's not because they're coming off a – a Stanley Cup win, absolutely not. I, I just think that the the Tampa Bay Lightning are far more talented than any team in this division. So you know why not come in first place? So really, I think if if I have to have a, a really early on prediction, I'd have to say Tampa in first by a long shot. Um, probably, you know, you could. It's a toss up for second place, Columbus and Carolina, and then and then. Dallas and and maybe Chicago fight for the bottom for the last seed in um you know so it's going to be interesting how that really shapes up um I could definitely see a scenario where like I stated uh Chicago is the type of team where they might 
trade all their their top players uh, if they don't get off to a good start. I you know there has been talk over the past season that really um, management is really trying to go into a rebuild, and that might entail moving Patrick Kane and moving Jonathan Taves, which would be wild, you know, to even think about as a hockey fan to have uh, either of those guys wearing a jersey that is not a Chicago Blackhawks one. Um, but really, the, the only team that really, the only two teams actually that really, in my mind, pose a threat to Tampa is Carolina and Columbus. And we all know the story uh, from the past couple of seasons, kind of that, I guess you could call it a rivalry that has been going on between Columbus and Tampa with, you know, obviously two years ago, we all know that Columbus um, shocking Tampa in the first round and then Tampa getting um, payback in the playoffs. Uh, but and then as for Dallas, don't get me wrong, they are a talented team. I mean, it, it it doesn't matter if if you know if it's the format or the way things were in the playoffs. I mean, you could the argument could be made, and and I've kind of discounted the Islanders for that uh, at certain times. But Dallas is a talented team. Um, they have a great goalie. I mean, we saw it in the finals with Anton Kadobin. But really, this is this is the Lightning's division to lose. Um, I. You know, it, it's I, I fully expect them to finish in first place. Uh, and if they if they for some reason, if we're, you know, about a week or so or midway through the season um, and we're talking about the lightning trying to get into the fourth spot, uh, that last fourth spot to get into the playoffs, then we're in full panic mode. It's not going to be looking good. Uh, for Tampa at that point, and definitely, I, I wouldn't say John Cooper. Maybe if things turned out differently in the playoffs last year, then maybe Coach Cooper is in the hot seat at that point. But winning a cup this year is definitely uh, stayed off the dogs for long, uh, for a little bit longer. Um, and then the last team, of course, is Carolina. They're they're a very good young team. I think they still have a couple more pieces to add, but. Um, I wouldn't expect them to really I, – I think they really are the only other team that could really uh, be a real threat to take the number one spot in this division. Other than that, really, it's going to be a race or sort of a competition, if you want to call it, to as to who's going to really beat up on Detroit, Florida, and Nashville. Uh, those teams, they're – you know, Florida and Nashville, they're, they're decent bottom teams. Um Especially Florida, they have a lot. They have, they do have talent. Uh, they have one of the best centers in in the league, and Alex Alexander Barkov. Uh, and so, you know, I I still wouldn't count them out. I'm not going to say that, you know, they're going to be terrible this year, but they're going to be a team who I believe could possibly be, uh, I guess, a a thorn in the side or a pain in the ass, if you want to call it, for for any of the top teams in this league. And I could see them trying to play spoiler. Uh, but it's going to be interesting as well as the Blackhawks. I mean, the Blackhawks, like I said, they're a middle-of-the-ground team. They're they're trying to rebuild. Um, you know, they just they just got rid of Corey Crawford, Brandon Sods in Colorado now. It, it, it's But they still have enough talent to where I wouldn't be too shocked if the, they are in the poss- – if, if they're in, you know, on the fence of making the playoffs in this division – uh, but really, the, the the it's going to come down to I think Carolina and Tampa, which would be a, a great uh, fun storyline to have in this division. Um, and, you know, and, and I was I still am holding out hope maybe for the future if you know as the league 
and this is years down the road, and I'm not saying, you know, I'm not saying, you know, we, we still have the Kraken who are going to come in next season, not this season. Uh, but, you know, as the league possibly continues to to expand, and I don't know how much, how many more teams they would try to bring in, but, and, and I think Tampa fans would love this, and this would really be a great addition to really promoting the game of hockey in the South, is having a Southern division. And I kind of spoke about this briefly on the last episode. Uh, and when I say briefly, I rambled on for it for a while. But that I, we sort of have kind of a taste of a Southern division. I was pretty shocked to see Dallas in this. I really thought they were going to try and then pair them off in the West. But other than that, I think the divisions look great. Uh, the West, Obviously, we have the West. Um, it's interesting that the St. Louis Blues uh, have decided to, you know, they, from everything I heard, I actually spoke with a former guest on the show, uh, ESPN's Greg Wyshynski. I spoke with him on another podcast about how, you know, he he was actually saying that he heard that the St. Louis Blues uh, sort of volunteered to go to the Western Division, which is interesting. And I guess, you know, really that's a two-horse race out there in the West with Colorado and St. Louis. And then really, uh, like I said before, the Eastern Division is going to be fun to watch. Um, you know, no matter who t- what team is going to come out of that, I mean, it's they're definitely going to really earn – their playoff spots. And then, of course, we have the North Division with the Canadian teams, which uh, it's going to be really fun to watch, see how intense those games really get for basically the Battle of Canada in that. But uh, to kind of summarize all that, I I just really think that this is going to be a great year. I think it's going to be really fun. It really spices things up a bit. And I I would be shocked if the Lightning don't win the division. Uh, I really, you know, as, as for as many question marks surrounding this team as there is, as you know, there has been a huge lack of, you know, non-discussion about what's really going on with this team. But I still, everything despite that, they they have enough pieces to really almost run away with this division. And and as while they go on with the season, you know, they'll definitely need to stay fueled up with the ongoing se- uh, ongoing games and the, maybe the weird schedule here and there. So maybe they should think about going and getting themselves a package of Built Bar. Now, Built Bar is the best tasting protein ever. It's the it's the improved Built Bar is even more delicious. It, we we got 18 amazing flavors, six new ones coming out, and Built Bars are super healthy, which is why it would be a great Great supplement and a great snack for the Lightning to eat between games. Built Bar is great for the health-conscious person. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in this delicious treat. Uh, bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, great for the keto diet. Favorite flavor of the show is, of course, and always will be Toffee Almond until it is dethroned. So go on over to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKEDON. You get 20% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. So moving on. Now we're going to continue our segment or our, our first segment, I guess, you know, this is kind of, I guess you would call it a test run. You know, I, I think that maybe next year, if you guys really enjoy this one, we'll, we'll start this on December 1st, but in, in light of the season coming back and, and us really having something to look forward to and, and, and be thankful for in a year in which there let's, let's face it. I mean, it's 2020 has sucked. Uh, there's been, you know, I'm sure a lot of going on, you know, not, not even COVID aside, it's just, you know, it, it's, it's just been a crappy year all around with, you know, certain things going on in people's lives. It seems like that's the general consensus. So, you know, I decided let, let's kind of step away from the whole game review thing. Let's, let's talk about certain moments in lightning history, um, that, you know, lightning fans should be thankful for. So kind of to start it off 
is probably the easiest one that Lightning fans could think of right now, and that's the recent Stanley Cup win. Now, obviously, Lightning fans should be really thankful for this because, and I stated I stated this on past episodes leading up to the playoffs um, and throughout the season. Uh, if if the Lightning don't win the Stanley Cup, I think that we see not a complete turnover in personnel, but definitely see some players possibly being traded away for draft picks, uh, especially after what the Lightning gave up during the trade deadline. Uh, they gave up two first round draft picks and that was like the most that was the most frustrating thing to me, even after the Lightning did win the Stanley Cup was sitting there, especially with everything that was going on with with the financial situation. Uh, throughout the entire NHL is is the Lightning with their all their contract situ- uh, situations and all their 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 obligations that they didn't have a first round draft pick to really go after a a pick uh, a, a player that would have been very talented in a draft that was full of talent and and that's no kind of shade thrown at Jack Finley second round draft pick who I think is going to be a very good player uh, once he kind of. Uh, develops a little bit more at the AHL, AHL level. Then again, who knows with what's going to go on with this team this year. We might very well see him possibly pop up later on in the season as the, the rosters do expand for the playoffs. But it, it it was, especially I think back in October, I believe. Yeah, October, November-ish is when sort of a lot of the critics were really coming out of the woodworks, really criticizing this team. And yeah, the Lightning weren't exactly playing up to par with what they were expected to. So, you know, there was there was a couple articles, and I spoke about this with uh, Greg Wyshynski at one point, uh, and I spoke about this with Eric Erlinson at one point as well, is that it seemed at one point, you know, really this the overall success of this team winning a cup really helped them keep the talent around for a couple more years. Because sometimes, and I'm not saying Breeze Boss is going to be a, a kind of a, a person who's going to do this, a GM, he's not going to a GM that's going to do this, but we have seen in years past with certain teams, um, not just in the game of hockey, but in all sports where they have high expectations for themselves to win a championship. And then they fall short a couple of years in a row. And then the team gets blown up or you start treating certain uh, pieces of that, of that team away to where really the team starts to suffer without those pieces. Um, they get desperate to try to really f- shake things up or maybe they, they fire their coach where, uh, they they really they really you know kind of start to miss that coach. Uh, one example that comes to mind was uh, when the Florida Panthers most recently they they fired Gerard Gallant uh, almost instantly after I think it was in the beginning I think it was in the middle of a season where it, it was and it caught a lot of people by surprise I believe it was I want to say they were in Calgary when it happened. Um, and of course, if I'm wrong, go ahead and tweet to the show at LO underscore lightning and tweet to me at AP Danker, D-N-K-E-R. Um, I, it was one of those things where, and, and I'm not saying the lightning would have ever done this, but you never know. Um, and, and, and not a lot of people saw this move <clears throat> coming, uh, coming as either. But, uh, if you remember a couple of years ago, uh, the, the Panthers, they were kind of on, I guess, the fence of really being a dangerous team that was going to compete for a cup. Um, they were one of those teams where they, they really were, they were really, you know, on the fence and they were really, you know, one hot streak away from possibly kind of having sort of a, what we saw from the New York Islanders this year. So, and then they were on this road trip. I guess they lost, I don't know, a couple of games. Remember guys, this was, this was 
two, three years ago. But the fact is they fired a, a very talented coach, a coach that everybody in the locker room of that team liked, and he went on and had success, I believe. It was with um, with the Vegas Golden Knights in their first year, and look look how that panned out, and, and the, the Panthers looked like idiots. And that was one of the things that kind of was worried to worrying me uh, at that time is that the, the Lightning – I didn't. I didn't think that was there was really any real threat. I think even if the Lightning decided, uh, you know, even if they didn't win the cup, I didn't think they were gonna fire Cooper or part ways with Cooper uh, right after that. Um, I, I think unless something catastrophic happened for the second year in a row, um, if, if maybe the only thing I could think about in which the Lightning possibly would have parted ways with John Cooper really would have been if they would have lost in incredible fashion to Columbus for the second straight year. I don't see any scenario other than that in which they would have, unless for some ridiculous reason, the lightning just couldn't put it together after November. And they just were at almost in the middle of the pack, uh, maybe almost teetering on possibly not having a playoff spot. Uh, That would have been the only other reasons, but uh and then the other thing is that, you know, there was a lot of talk about, you know, what was going to happen with this team. You know, we could have possibly seen, you know, if, if the Lightning weren't in a position to make trades, then again, they probably wouldn't have traded away those turf, two first-round draft picks for Blake Coleman and Barkley Goodrow. But at the same time, I felt like, and I think I stated about this in the moment, that Lightning fans should should have been praying that those moves paid off big time. Uh, because if you know, it's never you should never take uh, your team or a team trading away two first round draft picks lightly, unless you're a hundred percent confident that you're going to win a Stanley Cup. Well, it all paid off. I mean, I've said it time and time again. How incredible of an addition Blake Coleman and Barkley Goodrow to that team. Uh, so it, it, I mean, it was worth it. But at the same time, it could have been almost a disaster (laughs) i i i think a disaster for coming up short uh is a little strong of a word but at the same time if you look at what the lightning have in their minor league system especially trading their their top pick um as well as their top prospect for what they gave away i think it was and i and i'm sure a lot of lightning fans believe this too it was it was cup or bust at that point uh, so that's really something with the Lightning fans uh, as as Bolts Nation should really, really uh, be thankful for uh, to start off on the first day of Boltsmas uh, because we could be having a completely different conversation right now, especially if they fell short uh, in the first couple of rounds of the playoffs. I mean, if, if maybe they made a deep run, uh, possibly got knocked off by the Islanders, uh, in the conference finals or even came up short to Dallas, then yeah, maybe um, you would have said, okay, I mean, you can't really have, would have relied on these guys to come back, uh, these guys to really be the heart and soul of the team. But I mean, look how well they gelled together with them, especially, you know, um, you know, Stamkos being back. It was tough and they were, a lot was asked for them, uh, of them, and, and, it, and it paid off. It was a gamble, you know, that, it was a gamble that really doesn't really pay off that many times. I mean, we've seen it we've seen it many times in many sports where team takes a huge gamble, such as the Lightning did at the trade deadline, and sometimes it doesn't work out. And, and speaking of gambling, let's talk about one of our new sponsors, and that's Bet Online. 
Are we ready for some football? I'm ready. You know, all the bowl games coming up. We got the NFL playoffs coming up. Uh, And, you know, there's some big matchups coming. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use promo code locked on to receive 50% off welcome bonus when you on your first deposit when you sign up for a free account at betonline.ag. So betonline ag I've been using them for a couple of years now. They're great. They have great odds uh especially, you know, for if you go on there right now, Victor Hedman is at plus 450 uh to win the 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 uh the uh, Norris Trophy. So, you know, that's a great bet. I mean, he's tied with John Carlson. And, you know, got, you got Roman Giosi at plus 400, which obviously is going to happen uh, because he is the favorite. But, yet, you know, bet online is a great way to bet and, and kind of have a little bit more at stake on the action that's coming up. Like I said, we got college football going on right now with all the bowl games, college football playoffs. We got the NFL basically having a game almost every day of the week. So, uh, yeah, there's only one place that has you covered, and that's the place that the Locked On Podcast Network trusts, and that's betonline.ag. So once again, sign up for today for a free, on, free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code LOCKEDON for 50% welcome bonus. And also remember to visit our good friends and exclusive partner at betonline underscore ag to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. And once again, I'm going to remind you one more time, Sign up for a free account and use promo code locked on to sign up bonus. Hashtag bet online. All right. So, yeah, I just want to end the show today. So, yeah, basically, um, we're going to be continuing this segment. I know it was a little bit of a small segment, um, but, you know, it, it's it, I thought it was something that would be festive for for us to discuss. And, and, and I want you under the tweet when we post this show, uh, go ahead and tweet and tell us what you're thankful for. Uh, some of the moments in lightning history and join us for tomorrow where we'll be discussing um, the draft of, you know, the draft pick of when the lightning drafted Steven Stamkos, the captain who has been just such an important part of this franchise, basically the, the cornerstone, uh, you know, since day one, uh, such a talented player. I mean, you know, I, I was a little bit harsh on him during the playoffs, but hey, listen, uh, you know what? I have high expectations uh, for the captain of this team, and you know he definitely proved it in the limited time that he had uh, in the playoffs. Uh, actually, most notably that goal in the final. So, uh, once again, go ahead to our social media pages. Go follow us at Locked On Underscore Lightning on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter at Lo Underscore Lightning, and of course, give me a follow at AP Danker D E N K E R. Uh, love to hear from you guys all the time and keep an eye out and go ahead and like and subscribe wherever podcasts are available to this show. Uh, you know, so you're up to date on when episodes drop uh, if you're more into that instead of the social media game. So that's been it for today's episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.